Shut up and sit down. Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros podcast, where we are helping you take control of your branding, your marketing, so you can create wealth today and generational wealth uh, for tomorrow by creating your own podcast. With me today is Robert McGinnis from Soul Venture, where he's helping you guys get out of your own career and into your calling without sacrificing your financial needs. I'm very curious to see how he helps people do this because there's a lot of people who are going through it right now and it might be a good time to make a transition. Robert, without further ado, welcome to the program, my friend. Thanks for having me, Hernan. I really appreciate it. Excited to be here. All right, man. I want to know a little bit about you uh, before we get into the nitty gritty of what yeah. you do. Like, how did you even get into this space? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's, it's a long story, so I'll give you the short version. But my whole life, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I had growing up, I had two polar opposite ends of my family. Uh, my mom's side was first generation from the Middle East. And my father's side was like a small knit Catholic spiritual family. And I kind of grew up having two polar opposite ends where one side was a bunch of entrepreneurial party animals. And the other side was like super proper and like, you know, wasn't allowed to like, you know, I I had to be like, my manners had to be like super strict. And so I kind of grew up as like a kid having like these two different worlds, seeing this whole spectrum. And uh, growing up watching my uncles come here with nothing and become successful entrepreneurs, I was very... Uh, 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 drawn in. It really pulled me in. And and at an early age, I identified as an entrepreneur. And at 21 in college and 24 just out of college, I had two business opportunities uh, that totally flopped. Like I totally, I got my teeth kicked in. uh, I got my my, my face smashed in and I I really failed. And it was really the best experience of my life. Um, And what had happened was I had an identity crisis. I, I felt lost. I thought, well, wow, I did this thing twice. I thought I identified it as an entrepreneur, but I was like, this isn't happening for me. I said, there must be something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was pretty much living at home. I had not a clue of what to do. I was broke. I owed a lot of people money and I had to support myself. So I ended up getting a technology sales role um, in New York City and I was selling a technology platform. And I did that for about a period of about two and a half, three years. And uh, every day I showed up to work um, I had, by the way, I had a three-hour round-trip commute to work. So I took the train into New York City, had to walk in the cold and in the rain to my office, uh, and then walk back and then take the train back. And, but every day I showed up to work, um, I felt like something was off inside of me. I felt like deep down I didn't belong. I felt like kind of like a black sheep, like my stomach would turn, my heart would race, and, and like I just knew I didn't belong here. I knew there was more. There was something calling me. And deep down, I said, I'd rather be back in a business losing money than being here because at least there I felt like I belonged, you know? Yeah, you were in um, control of your life. Yeah, exactly. And so um, 
I, I obviously had a lot of time to think on a three hour round trip commute to work. And so I kept asking myself, how could this be done? Like, what, what does this actually take for someone like me, right, to get out of my career and into this entrepreneurial calling? And I said, well, how am I going to do this if I have a salary and I have a benefits plan, but I don't know how to, like, navigate it? And so I kind of went on a journey of uncovering this answer. And so I, I, I knew I had to invest in myself and I knew I had to learn. Uh, so I started working with people like Tony Robbins, uh, Dr. Donnie Epstein, who's Tony Robbins' energetic and spiritual guru. Uh, Dr. Joe Vitale, who was in the movie The Secret, um, other top psychologists and spiritual experts um, that really allowed me to uncover this topic of calling and what this term calling really means and what it is. And what I uncovered in that process was that there's a map, right? And this is great, by the way, if you're in a career and you're wanting to leave and you're, you're being called into you have an entrepreneurial calling coming through you, or if you're just an early entrepreneur I think this is really, really great because the way the map works is that it's, it's based on the premise that you have to find your mission and uncover your mission first before we help anyone actually start monetizing anything. And I think this is really important because I see a lot of early entrepreneurs fumble because they're actually in business for the wrong reasons, just like I was. Mm -hmm. right? and, and as I went through this journey of going through the map, I realized why those two businesses failed. They failed because I went into business for who I thought I was and not who I remembered myself to be. And who I thought I was was just gonna be this, like, like every young male in his early 20s, was just gonna be like this young, badass, hotshot entrepreneur who's just gonna make a lot of money. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. But really who I am is actually, I'm a deep-hearted man who's got a big heart, who really cares. And when I went into business for that, everything changed. Because you know, I was aligned with my spiritual essence. You, your, yeah, your story sounds very familiar, like eerily familiar to, to me. I mean, I failed really early on in, in business. Um, I, I went through uh, my, my family. I don't have the party side. I have the only strict side growing up, right? Oh, wow. And, wow, and, it, yeah. and it's funny because wow. that, that, that uh, I've always felt that any type of success was too good for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm supposed to be giving back. I'm not supposed to be achieving such high levels. And whether or not I, I uh, express that to myself, you know, figuring out that inner person, like I thought the same thing at 25. I remember, I remember being like 22 years old. I had my business. I go to get a, you know, a general liability policy with this, you know, insurance rep. And she's asking general questions. And I'm like, don't even worry about it. I'm going to be a millionaire in the next couple of years. I, I got it right. <laughs> Easy, right? It's so, it's so simple. I got this. I got this. Right. And, and I kept seeing my mentors and, and a lot of them, you know, one of my first mentors was, was Robert Kiyosaki. And I remember reading his book and he was like, 43 or 47, I don't know, something like that, when he finally achieved financial success. And I remember thinking as a young guy, like, come on now, like, why, why do you have to wait that long? I'm 38 yeah. now. And I, after 15, 17 years of going through it, I realized, oh my gosh, like, there's a lot that I, I, I can go back and tell myself, you're not, you don't even have a clue, dude. Like, you're just yeah. getting started. The experience, you don't even know who you are. How can you turn around and express what you're doing to everybody else? A hundred percent. And, and that's, that's, that's what I've clarified in this methodology and this map. And for those that um, really want to take this even further um, on my website, the explanation of the map goes into more detail, but I'll, I'll give the high level overview because it's, it's in depth. But the first phase is finding your path. The second phase is clarifying your path. And the third phase is beginning to walk your path. And you hit the nail on the head when, how could I go into business when I don't even know who I am first? Mm -hmm. and to really clarify what that is. And what I believe to be true is that 
to take this further, as we're speaking right now, everything with coronavirus and everything that's happening with our economy, our economy is rapidly shifting right now faster than ever before. And there's two massive shifts that are happening. There's the rise of robots, right? And then there's the rise of the internet and social media. And those two have, first off, have never made it easier for someone to monetize what they're good at. Second off, the middle class is shrinking. And Robert Kiyosaki talks about this all the time. He says the middle class is shrinking and it's like in this new economy we're stepping into, it's either you're a producer or you're a consumer. And, and the best way I believe to produce is actually to deliver your gifts that come from your soul. I use the word soul. Not everyone might resonate with that. But whether you call it home, whether you call it God, whether you call it spirit, or you don't believe in anything at all, that's totally fine. You can just call it who you really are. Um, I believe that when we get into business for that, it's like we'll have a totally new world, a whole new reality, and business can actually feel effortless. It can be fun. It can be, there can be this easy, natural flow to it, and it doesn't have to feel like hard all the time. Well, that's the difference and, between going to work, right? When you go to work, you go yeah. to, like you were describing getting up that three hour commute that you were doing it because you get a paycheck and we give up our freedoms every time we go after security. It's kind of like right now yeah. we're all quarantined on our house. Why? Because we're giving up the freedom of being outside to be secure in our homes. But how much of that is going to yeah. last over time? Right. And so the individual giving up their eight hours in a day for that secure paycheck is giving up the passion. Like you become drones in this, in this cycle. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and what, what I really want to help people do is to take their power back, right? To claim their power back. And, and how do we do this is, is first by finding who you are first. And what finding is all about is about just like when, when we buy our cell phones or our laptops, they all, they all come pre-programmed. Even when you first take it out of the box and you turn it on for the first time, it's got apps, it's got gaming, it's got coding already pre-installed in it. And so I believe we came into this world with a couple things pre-installed. We came into this world with a knowingness. We came into this world with a guidance system, right? And we came into this world with gifts. And that's the foundation of your path and the entrepreneurial path that you were meant for. And so what we do for our clients in this, this, this phase is we help them recalibrate their compass, right? So we have this compass, this knowingness, this guidance system. And the reason why we're feeling out of place is because our guidance system's off. And so we have a place in our body, right? I have a place in my body where my body says yes to me, hell yes to me. And I have a place in my body where my body says hell no to me, right? And so we all have a unique place where that is for us. And so we help them listen to where is that space first, right? And as they start to listen to that, they'll know naturally what is for them and what isn't. For me, this podcast, right? Saying yes, this was a hell yes, right? Like I just knew, I, I checked you guys out. I was like, it's a hell yes for me. I want to be on this podcast, right? And I sent you my information. We said yes. Like it was a hell yes. And that's how I make my decisions, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and by the way, this is not to, to, to this isn't woo-woo, right? This is like, we have different intelligences, right? I have my, we have the mind. The mind is a beautiful aspect of intelligence. And we have somatic wisdom. We have a body intelligence, right? The heart has a natural rhythm, right? The liver has a natural rhythm. Everything has a natural rhythm and a natural intelligence. It's kind and of that, to let that feeling. It's kind of that right. feeling that all the time, like I, I can feel it in my gut. Like this is just what's, you know, I, I'm, I'm pulled in this direction or like, I don't know what it is, but something about that attracts me. That's the feeling you're talking about. A hundred percent. And that's the, that's the finding yourself. And that's also the finding your entrepreneurial path and journey. And then usually at that point, they're going to really get to the hell yes thing for them. That, that this path is a hell yes for me. 
And then they get to their path. And what happens is, is that there's all these roadblocks in the way. There's all these trees that fall down. There's these boulders. There's all these things obstructing our view of having clarity. And what those things are, are really the parts of ourselves that have forgotten. And when we heal the parts of ourselves that have forgotten, we remove these things that are on our path. We then have crystal clear clarity because we've now remembered. So there's, a, there's, a, there's an evolution process to this, right? So it's like you're, you're calling your entrepreneurial calling is going to lead you to your remembrance, right? Your remembrance is like, this is who I am. This is who I came into the world as. This is what my value system is. This is what I know, will always known to be true. And that remembrance leads you to your truth. Your truth is like the truth you're willing to die for. It's the hill you're willing to die on. It's the flag that you're willing to plant in the ground saying, this is what I stand for. And then that expressed in your business gets to be a mission, a mission that you live for. And that's why I see the highest evolution of entrepreneurship, that it gets to be a really beautiful spiritual game. And it can be a vehicle for us to deliver our mission in this world. Now, we take this right to right now with coronavirus and everything going on. What, here's a question that I have all the listeners listening. What would happen if you had to be forced into entrepreneurship, right? If you're in a career right now, what would happen if you, like your job was totally eradicated and you had no other choice but to step into finding a way to monetize something? What would you monetize for hopefully, yourself? Yeah, if you're asking me, hopefully it's the one thing that you're passionate about. That's why for me... You know, it's, it's funny that you talk about that because I use that same type of mentality when I ask people, you know, you should be taking control of your branding, your marketing. You should have your own podcast. And people are like, okay, cool. Well, I'm a real estate agent. I'm going to do a market update podcast. No, that's not the greatest thing. Like there is something about you. That is your profession. But there is something about you that you wake up thinking about every single day that you want to do no matter what rain shine whatever you're going to get out and go do this thing now if we can find a combination between that thing that you do for a living and that thing that you love to do it's what's going to get you past those times where you don't feel like doing it when you wake up in the morning and it's still cold outside and you don't want to get up it's the thing that's going to drive you to continue to go and move forward when people tell you you can't do it it's so passionate so ingrained in you that you don't listen to those people your clarity of vision is so clear you can see the end in sight and you just go for it amen brother amen hey i would love to i have a quick slide that maybe the uh, uh is this or is this only uh is this podcast uh, video or is it audio also it's audio also. Uh, okay, cool. So I have a quick slide. Is it okay if I screen share for the, the people watching? This will Absolutely. give like a little visual. Uh, Let me uh, see if I can do that. All right, you should, uh, you should be able to share. All right, one second here. <clears throat> All right. So can you see my screen? Uh, it's, I can see that it's started screen sharing. There you go. There it is right there. Okay, cool. So this is a model that we've created for our clients. And this is really what we call the sole market fit formula, right? This is the sole market fit formula. And what this is, is, right, it's, it's, it's a Venn diagram that helps you uncover three really important aspects that make your entrepreneurial calling come alive. And step one is finding your gifts, right? So your, that compass, right, that recalibration is going to lead you to the space where your gifts are going to be fully expressed and fully uh, uh, um, um, transmitted right into the world. So step one is finding your gifts. So it's where your gifts then overlap with part two, which is your mission, right? Which I was talking about. That's the flag you're planting in the ground. That's the, the hill you're willing to die on. It's the truth that you live for. It's your purpose. And then where your gifts and your mission overlap with the marketplace. We call these your soul clients. We can call these your dream clients, right? We call these your, 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 your ideal clients. 
right? But there's a place where our gifts and our mission fill a gap in the marketplace, right? Where they fill a hole or a void or a trend that's emerging right now, right? That that's where the match is, right? That ideal avatar that aligns with our gifts and our mission. And that's where it becomes like really like a marriage, right? And a union. And for me, like every time that I work with a client, it's, it's sacred. It's like, we're going on a journey together. Like this is a partnership, but we're in this together. Like I'm, I got your back. You got like, we're in this together. And I see it as like a, a, a communion that we're here to come together for a higher purpose. And when we do, what I uncover is that there's a deeper and wider impact that is actually created in the world and it has a ripple. And this is what I really believe uh, that business can be a force for, right? I believe that business really is a spiritual game when it's done the right way. So I figured I just wanted to show this to your viewers. Well, I think it's also, I, I leave that up for a second because it's beautiful. I mean, in, in talking to you, it's, it's giving me more clarity. Like I've wondered whether, you know, helping people develop their podcasts is, is really my, my thing. But, you know, I, 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 one of my gifts is to be able to get on this thing and, and, and dive in consistently on a regular basis to, to yeah. do it every single day. Right. And it's my mission in life to be able to help people. And if I can, if I can provide my gifts and show you how to, how to, you know, expand your particular business, like that's my, that's my kingdom ground zone right there. That's exactly how I feel about what I am doing now, why I'm spending so much time on this microphone and why I'm interviewing so many different people. And I'm learning from all kinds of, of different people's, their skills, their gifts, their, their passions behind it. And if you look at any successful person, anybody that you look up to that has you know, uh, a following that, that you listen to their podcast, you listen to their videos, you consume their content, the, the Gary V's of the world type people. It's because they found that, that kingdom ground zone right there. It's because they're speaking from that point. They're not speaking from a mission. They're not speaking from their, they're not speaking from gifts. They're executing every single day and they're speaking from that center point. And when you, when you hear someone speak from that point, you can't help but to get inspired. That's why you get goosebumps. That's why you. That's why the hair stands up on the back of your neck because you feel. You have what hair. They feel. I, I, I have hair. in mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The same, right? You don't feel the hair on the top of your head. That's that's me too. Right? But but you you can you when somebody's speaking and they're they're regurgitating what they've heard, you your soul you feel that right. But if someone's speaking from what they're doing, their experience, their passion, and their love, you also feel that on a different level. And you know that that person is doing something completely different. And your, your, your gut, your inside feeling is going to say, that's the direction I want to go in. Or you understand that they're passionate. That's just not the direction I want to go in. But you're looking for those ideal clients, those ones that, that meet and align with what you're thinking, feeling, and doing. 100% brother, you, you nailed it. And, and this is what we call ground zero, right? Of your kingdom or queendom in this lifetime. And as you uncover that, then you're going to create your product, whether you're building out an actual product or a service or an offer or a package or a program. And then you go, you really then go to market to start excavating and building, right? Your, your kingdom or queendom in this lifetime. And for me, like, this is my calling. This is like, I, I'm so rooted in this. Like I'm so deeply grounded in my mission. Like I will be doing this for the rest of my life. And I can confidently tell you that. And like, this is it for me. And I feel so beautiful. And it's, it's going to evolve, right? But I know that this is it. I don't want to be doing anything else for the rest of my life. And, and I feel so confident in that. And when I do that, guess how I show up to my marketing? I show up to my marketing 
right? Because I'm on purpose and everything has a purpose and it's all aligned with this mission. When I show up to sales conversations, I'm showing up as like, wow, this is what we're going to get you to. This is the destination. And I see this as like this soul sacred contract where like, I am like, like I'm being called to serve you in this beautiful way. And it'd be my highest honor to serve you. Mm -hmm. Right. When I bring on clients, it's like, Hey, like it's my highest honor to serve you. It's like my duty to serve you. And I can't wait to get started working together. Isn't it funny how your sales tend to go a lot better when you come in with that kind of energy, when it's not forced, when it's not fake, when it's, you know, yes, you do have a script. Yes, you do have a pitch. Yes, you do have these things, but it comes from a different place. It's not a script that you read, memorize and spit out. It's something you internalize and it becomes part of your overall messaging. This is how I'm going to, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm listening to you. I'm paying attention to you. I'm more interested than I'm being interesting. I want to know what it is that you need help with. And this is how what I do is going to get you from point A to point B to point C, wherever it is that you want to go. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. And it comes from, like, when you go to the root of it, it's like love, right? It's coming from love. Like, and I think that that's what we can do an even better job of, all of us entrepreneurs in our marketing and our sales, is to invite more intimacy, right? To invite more, like, connection that, like, this is, like, like it would be my highest honor to support you in this. Or, like, like, I, like I see you doing this. Like, I'm here. I got your back in this. Like, let's do this together, right? And when it comes to, like, it's a partnership. It's like a union. It's like, let's, we're doing this together, man, it just becomes like, like total service. And that's what, how I see sales. And that's how I teach my clients that are learning sales for the first time that sales, right. Coming from service feels easy. It feels effortless, but sales coming from like, if you have, maybe you're thinking about costs, you're thinking about money, you maybe have a little bit of an agenda in back here. You're thinking about the size of a deal, right? All that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's, there's a trend. We get to transcend and include all of that right? In a, in a more effective and efficient way. And I believe that we have way better customers and customers with way better experiences that leave way better reviews and way more referrals. And, and I, I just, I just really believe in it. So, yeah. Yeah, no, dude, that's, and I, like I said, I can tell that, that passion. And it's funny because uh, there's a lot of people who, who have a, have a good idea, have something inside them that they, they, they want to go after and they, the first thing they do, and I, 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 you know, I teach high school during the mornings yeah. um, and I tell my students, I, I, I emphasize them to write down what it is they're doing. I don't care what it is. Every single day, 10 minutes a day, we write down in our journals. And the reason I tell them to do that is because they're going to have some sort of inspiration. Some light's going to go off. Some idea is going to hit their brain and I want them to write it down so that it becomes uh, tangible. Like it, it, once you put it on paper, it's something that can go forward because they're going to go home and they're going to do what most people do until the person they care about most, mom, dad, husband, wife, their idea. And that person is going to shut them down. And when I tell them they're, they're going to shut you down, not because they don't like you, they're going to shut you down because they actually love you and they don't want to see you get hurt. And they're, they don't see the vision that you see. When you have clarity of vision, you can see it's like a tunnel. You can see the end, the light at the end of the tunnel, but you're explaining to them and they don't see a light. All they see is the wall. And so they're going to protect you from hitting the wall full speed and try to talk you out of it. And this is one of those things where once you have that, once you understand that vision and that mission and you can see it clearly, then that's why it's important to to identify that early on because then you're going to get distracted by people telling you what you can't do. And unless you focus in on what you, what, what path you're going to take the map, right? Unless you can clearly see where X marks the spot, you're going to venture off into every other distraction. You're easily going to get pulled in another direction 
because if you don't have clarity, how can you expect anybody else to see what you're doing? Mm, so true, brother. I love that you do that for, for I don't, what grade do you teach in high school? Seniors. Oh, seniors. Wow. I love that you're doing that for seniors because they're, they're, they're up uh, at a lot of decisions, college, no college, what, you know, what, what's my major, what, you know, all of this. And they, they, they really need to hold the vision more importantly because there's probably a lot of outside influences from their parents telling them what they think, right, they, they yeah. should be doing versus what they remember. And that's a perfect example, by the way, of like going in who you think you are versus who you remember yourself to be. And when we remember, it's like, it's a feeling of home. It's, and that feeling, it gives you so much clarity. And I can't tell you how many times when I had the first business opportunity that failed and I told obviously my parents that I was going to go at it again, they talked me out of it so hard. They thought I was crazy. <laughs> and um, I remember like, like hearing that and it was hard. It was really hard to go up against it. Now, like, you know, what, what I'm grateful for is like they, they saw me later, right? And to take this even further, this journey that we're all on, <clears throat> I believe we're all soul venturers, right? This archetype of being a soul venture. We're all venturing from our soul in this lifetime in some way or another. And this journey that we're on is it's a prophetic journey. It's a journey of prophets. And so if you look at all the great prophets, right, that lived in, in time, right? You go Jesus, Buddha, Mohammed, Abraham, right? You look at them all, right? And this is not a religious lesson or a spiritual lesson. This is just a history lesson, right? Like what did they all have in common historically? Well, what they all had in common was one, was that they were human beings, right? Having a divine spiritual experience, right? What else did they have in common? Uh, what they also had in common was they had this truth, this download, this awakened like, experience that they then went to go share with the world. What else did they have in common? Well, they had people that followed them and then they had opposition of people that thought they were crazy. And what else did they have in common? Well, they had their voice, right? And their voice was like a sword of truth. And they used that sword of truth to speak in the face of the opposition. And it was like a sword that was slaying through the BS, through the bullshit, right? And they were there to take a stand for it. And they stood in their truth. And the fifth was, was that they were never understood until after they left, mm. right? After they passed on, right? Until really understood by the masses. So at first, they were not really understood by most people. They were ahead of their time. And that's what I believe that we're all here for. We're all in some way having, a, like you said, unique experience for a unique reason that is bringing us ahead of our time. And not everyone's going to fully understand that. That's and, fun. That's, that's such ahead. a great message, dude. I mean, uh, I, I wonder, you know, and I share this with my, with my eight-year-old son. I tell him, you know, I can't, I can't ever share with you what my grandpa was like, right? I'm a third, right? So grandpa yeah. had, grandpa's the first. Yeah. And I can never share with you what he was like, personality, sense of humor, you know, the, the way he spoke, you know, his, his, anything, nothing. I can't ever share that with you. I can show you a picture or two, but there's yeah. nothing to show you who he is. Yeah. Right now, what we're recording, my great grandchildren could be watching. They'll know exactly what I sounded like, my personality type, what I thought on a regular basis. All the content that I'm putting out there is that voice being projected. Who knows? I might be historically correct, but the problem is the history hasn't happened yet. It's got a hundred years to come or 50 years yeah. to come before something that I've been talking about on a regular basis becomes the truth. Yeah. You're right. It's the voice, but it's so ingrained in me that I'm going to continue to share it. Right. And that's the message. Well, it doesn't matter what your business venture is. 
you know, you don't have to be Jesus or Abraham or Muhammad. You have at your own level, your voice, your soul, your message that you're going to share with the world. And once you, once it's ingrained in you, once you have that clarity of vision, that is what you're going to keep. That's where you plant your flag, like you said, right? And as long as you continue to do that, you will have people that follow you. Those are your ideal clients. You will have people that oppose you. Those are people that go to your competition or wherever else. But that's your intent is you have to plant your flag. Otherwise, you're drifting. You're drifting. That's cool. Time's going to pass by anyways. Exactly. Just never took a stand to what you wanted. Exactly. And and for me, that was uh, how I, I really, really accelerated my journey was because I was at the second techno- technology company, right? So I was in tech sales for about two and a half years. The last year, it was a separate company. And I got into it for the wrong reasons, right? I still was, was being who I thought I was, you know, in, in that space where I saw these huge commissions. Like, it, it was a big, you know, big opportunity for big sales. And like, I had dollar signs in my eyes. I had commission breath. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 11 months in, I got fired. And they fired me. And that's when, like, like, it really got really real for me. And I said, wow, like, I've always had this calling to step into my journey. And I, I really got a slap in the face. And it was what I needed. It was the best thing that happened to me. Because that's when I said, time's going to pass on right? Time's going to keep going on, or am I actually going to go do this? And that's when I decided to fully commit to my journey and really go through this because in that moment I was drifting. That's how I got into that, that role. I drifted into it because I wasn't fully living in my remembrance. I didn't fully plant my flag yet. And that's how I got there. And life was showing me that this wasn't really me. And that showed up in me getting fired. And it was the best decision that happened to me. And I'm grateful that they fired me. And I tell them that. And, um, so yeah, like, like I believe that in this lifetime, we're going to always left with, with the option. This is from my mentor, Dr. Donnie Epstein. He talks about this a lot. Like you're either going to experience your soul or there's going to be pain. And that became very clear to me when I got fired because I was me going into that role was me also avoiding my calling, hmm. right? I was, I was, I was getting away from it. I was drifting into this and there was pain from it and it was pain and it was the best pain because it really woke me up to say, wow, I'm either going to do this or I'm not going to do this at all. And if I'm going to start doing this, I might as well get started now. And I'm grateful every day that I did. And I thank God every day that, you know, I got those wake up calls. And, you know, I know, and I have many, many people that I talk to that are in careers that that get these same types of feedback. Also, they have this vision, they have this idea. And if they don't act on it, it's usually someone else does, right? Someone else is going to get to your idea before you do, right? Or someone else is going to act on it before you do. Uh, or, you know, it, the, the timing of, of the idea that you have or the vision that you have could pass by. And then you end up getting angry at yourself or feeling like you betrayed your knowingness. And it's like, we're here to honor our knowingness. We're here to honor that compass and that guidance system. And that's what really leads us home. Yeah, that's, that's when you start living with regret. Yeah. And that's the worst thing. Like thinking back, try, spending all your time in the past, living in that space where I would have, should have, could have. Yeah. It wastes so much time and it's not productive at all. Learn from your past, but don't live in your past. Totally. You can't, you can't, you can't spend your life there. Otherwise I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's easy to do, yeah. right? It's totally. easy to live there. It's easy to, to complain about that sort of thing, but not so easy to, uh, to make something happen. All right. Uh, tell me a little bit about how we become soul ventures. Yeah. I just wanted to finish answering the one question just to, just to clarify. So I just pull up my website here real quick so people can get a visual. So, so after we clarify our path, we, we then, um, uh, we then see the map, right? We then see our castle 
right, at the end of the road. And we, then we start walking our path. And the reason why we start walking our path after we've clarified our path is because I've seen many entrepreneurs get into business for the things that we're talking about and they fumble and it's not rooted and it's not grounded. And so that's why I'm a big believer when I help my clients effectively leave their career without sacrificing their, their, their salary or their benefits plan is because we're spending a lot of time around their current role doing the first two parts first. We're clarifying figuring out what they want to do before they ever even consider monetizing or leaving their career, before you even ever get to that. And then we get into walking. And what walking is about is actually becoming the walking, talking, living, breathing billboard of this truth and message and living it. And we actually teach them marketing and sales strategies to actually start monetizing their calling around their career. So I never tell my clients when they're leaving, they tell me. And I'm a big believer that if you're going to make this jump, you got to be running full speed. And if you're not running full speed, it's okay. You should be training to run full speed. And that's the essence of this methodology that we teach. It's like, you don't have to leave your career. You have so many things you can do around it before you're ready. And that's probably the best and safest route to take until we get to one of three options or one of three types of people that leave. The first is the bird. And the bird, just like every bird, mama bird teaches them how to fly by kicking their ass out of the nest. And sometimes they got to learn how to fly on the way down there. That's not everybody, but that was me. And that's a couple of my clients that I've helped is, is when they get there, they just got to jump. And they'll learn how to fly on the way down. And this journey is scary. I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. It's not for everyone. The second person is the bear. And the bear needs to hibernate for winter. The bear might have cubs, right? And what the bear needs is usually we recommend having anywhere from, you know, three to 12 months-ish of uh, savings, right, already saved. And usually about 25 to 50% of their uh, um, income coming in from their calling around uh, their career. So 25 to 50% of their salary coming in from their calling. And usually they can make a decision at that point. Do I want to wait and, and save more money or do I want to get going now and then create more time? It always comes down to time or money. And then the third is the turtle <laughs> and the turtle is going to take their time. They're on their own pace and their own journey. And there's nothing wrong with that. And eventually they'll get there. Um, so those are the three types of people. That's how we help them do this in a way that doesn't just allow them to drop their salary and benefits plan. And we have a clear, concise plan that's really supportive for them that really allows them to move forward. So I wanted to share that so the viewers can, and listeners can really understand the methodology and the premise of it. Um, but to, to answer your question, how can people become soul venturers? Um, you know, I think again, we're all, we're all getting a calling for something bigger. And I think the step one is just to acknowledge that you, you are getting a calling for something bigger, that if you are a mom or a dad and you're showing up to work every day and you don't want to be there and you're supporting your family, that I acknowledge you, that I honor you for showing up, even though you don't maybe want to be there fully and that's okay, but you're doing it for your family. There's nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. And there's more, there's always more of something that's going to keep calling you. And honoring that more is what this journey is about. And so what the soul venture is, is just the person who keeps saying yes to more. And so for those that love to learn more about this journey and how this could really, really help them, um, I do provide mapping sessions. Uh, really what we do in the mapping session is we help them clarify uh, how, their unique plan on how to get out of their career and into their calling. And we help them clarify what stage of the journey they're in and what's really the unconscious wall they keep running into. Uh, you can visit our website at soul-venture.com if you'd like to learn more. Uh, I also have a gift for everyone, uh, my guided meditation that I give to my private mastermind clients. Um, I'll put that link as well. It's soul-venture.com backslash meditation. And that meditation will really help you ground into what's the next step on your journey. 
And for all those that are in this process trying to make it happen, just keep saying yes and don't give up and keep holding your vision to the highest because your vision will pull you through this. So keep saying yes, you got this. And if you've gotten this far, you can keep going further. So that's what I have to share. And what a beautiful message. I mean, everything, everything you talked about, it's funny because it, in, in one sense, it's so simple, right? It's, it's very, uh, innate like we we know this is what we should be doing and yet we find ourselves trapped in this other person's world where we're working for somebody else where we're trying to survive where we're just living for Fridays and hate Sundays and you know like it's it's a, a some place that we don't want to be in but don't have a way or figure out a way to get out of and, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking to my 17 year old seniors and yeah. they're on, they're about to enter this journey and they're making that decision of, do I do what everybody else is doing or do I follow my heart? Do I do what I want to do? You know what I mean? And oftentimes we're pushing them so hard to do what they have to do that they don't realize that later down the road, they're going to regret not doing what they wanted to do. And at least this is a path now where, where you're stuck in that perpetual wake up, go to work, pay bills, wake up, go to work, pay bills. There's an out. There's an opportunity for you to look at what you used to be, dig deep on who you are, find your passions and your strengths and give yourself a shot to make that your life. You've, yeah. You hear so many people out there that talk about, you know, it's not work for me. I have fun. This is what I do for fun, right? You can do that too. You yeah. can. Will it, will you be a multi-billionaire doing the thing that you want to do for fun? Probably not. That's few and far between. But if you can wake up happy every single day, yeah. regardless of, you know, you may not be the richest person, but you, you're living the life that you want to live. That's much more valuable than a dollar amount. Well, much more. And you're alive, right? You're, you're alive. You're, you have your vitality. You have your life force. You're like, I'm on a mission, you know, and it's, 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 it's going to be challenging, but it's a fun, it's a healthy challenge. It's a, it's a challenge. You're like, wow, I want to get through this. I'm excited about what's on the other side of this, you know? And that's, that's how I, 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 I attack my mission and I go about it. Like I, I have challenges too. I have problems too, but I'm like, I'm like, Oh man, let's like, I'm, I'm ready for this. And it's a totally different world when you're facing challenges, you don't have that fuel to go through them. Right. So I, I really want to just say thank you so much for, for having me on your podcast today, brother. I really, really of course. And I, I'm going to invite the listeners to step out of your comfort zone. You have time right now. Like you ha oh, you're in quarantine. There's time. The worst thing that can happen is you spend a few hours digging into yourself and you, you think, okay, maybe this is not for me. But the best thing that could happen is you dig a little bit deeper and you realize that there's another opportunity. Nothing is more powerful than realizing there's hope for for change. When you totally. figure out there's hope for yourself, totally. There is there. I promise you, you'll wake up thinking about it. You will go to sleep thinking about it. You'll be at work thinking about it, and it will fuel something else in your life. And you don't have to know what that something is yet. You just you don't you don't know, right? Understand that once you have faith in yourself that there is something more for you everything will fall into place. If you decide to take that route, like give it a shot. You have time. Amen, brother. Amen. All right, my friend, Robert, thanks again for sharing, man. I, I said, I get passionate behind this sort of stuff because it's, it's absolutely true, man. And you know, we don't have to be stuck and, and I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to come on the show. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much for having me. All right, ladies and gents, take some action. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. And we're out. 
Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 